Hi, this is Melissa Wood Tepperberg, and this is the Move with Heart podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> and just breathe it all in. I want to talk. I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be short, sweet, and very spicy. And we're going to get right into it because apparently some of you think I talk too much. <laughs> love that. It's just like... I feel so clear. Oh, that feels better. I've been okay. doing everything so like dark and gold and silver. And no, I like, love that. Especially for summer. It's good. Wherever summer is. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I love it. She hates the summer. <laughs> I hate summer. This, this dooming... Summer? Yeah. This doom and gloom is... Does me well. Yay! <laughs> Okay, we're doing it. Still. We're doing it. I feel like remember over quarantine when we did a Q&A and never released it? Yeah, this and is like just so much has changed because... So much has changed. <laughs> How happy are you about that? No, 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 no. Dylan sat me down, you guys, and she was like, you need to hire more people. <laughs> she gave me the look. It was like, or else. Mm-hmm. And for the best, right? Yeah. Dylan yeah. was doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So this is Dylan Rudolph. Dylan was my first official full-time hire. I mean, you were like super persistent, but it it was like perfect timing when you came into my life. Mm-hmm. We met at a dinner, Dylan's dad and Noah, our friends. And then you followed up. I feel like you're probably better at telling this story. I sat next to you at dinner and I was like, this girl has a really cool vibe. You gave me your number for a doctor recommendation. And then I texted you for that recommendation and then like a year later when I needed a job and you were like, I actually need someone. It's perfect timing. Yes. And you kind of like, it wasn't official. Like right. we had to, like, we met a few times. We like felt the vibe. Yes. And then you were like, okay, let's do this. I remember I was speaking on a panel at an event and I invited you to come. Mm-hmm. And then after the event, we were going home and I was like, where do you live? We live so close to each other. So we took the train together and I was like, okay, let's like, we'll schedule something to meet again in person. And then we just like really vibed and clicked. So I like looked at her when we got off the train. I'm like, do you want to have a matcha now? Like, let's just get, let's just do this. And I was so excited. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That was back in my like, I mean, we're still scrappy, but I had no, we're scrappy. yeah, I had no like process. It was just like, I like you, you're hired. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, I'm not allowed to hire people um the evolution over zoom yeah (laughs) yeah the evolution is just it's really crazy when you look back i mean it's really crazy yeah and this is something dylan has been i mean you've been talking to me about doing this for a couple years Mm -hmm. two years maybe longer yeah longer yeah and i was like we will i will when the timing is right and then it just like it's right now Mm -hmm. you know yeah People want to hear more. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I have no idea what she's about to ask me, by the way. So I do a lot of Q&As on Instagram, but I wanted to do it in a way where it lived somewhere where I could really dive a little deeper and answer a bunch of questions. So I took a poll and Dylan and Ava got all of these questions. So I have no idea what once yeah. you narrowed it down. Yeah, and- we fully curated these questions, so... Yeah. I hope you like them. Me too. Okay. We're (laughs) jumping in. Okay. Hard and heavy. Oh. Let me ground. 
I just grounded before this in the sauna. I did a meditation. You're ready. You're ready. I'm ready. Do you feel you've always been the way you are today? And how do you stay so positive? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I mean, I was not this person, you guys. Like, when I share that, I really mean that wholeheartedly. Like, I was a completely different person, even when you started with me. Like, so much has changed, and I'm so grateful that I've continued to evolve and grow as things are shifting. And I mean, that's really one of the most important things to me in life is to keep on that path of evolution. But no, I was not this person. I mean, I was so different, so reactive, just always kind of anxious where, yes, I feel anxious sometimes, but it's so different now. Like I don't attach myself to that. And I was so negative. I had no self-love for myself. I mean, I didn't like myself, let alone love myself, you know? And that's really why I am doing all of these things and sharing this work in the way that I am. Because now that I know it's all possible and that the life you desire to live can become a living, breathing reality when you do the freaking work. But you've got to do the work and you have to be ready and you really have to want it. And I really did. And like still to this day, I still do. Like I'm so proud of how much I've grown, but I'm like, this is, it's like the tip of the iceberg. Oh, for sure. And it's almost hard for me to believe that you were ever anything. Like I know you've told me stories and stuff, but- It seems like you've always been this way, which I think it's why people ask that and are so curious because they're like, how could you be any different? I'm trying to think. I mean, I know. And and people say that a lot. And I'm trying to think of like an example. It's like everything in my life. It was like if something irritated me, like my way of coping with things were like screaming and yelling or hitting and just like things that are unacceptable. But it was like, that was my behavior. And that was how I coped with things. Those were my tools. And I mean, I was so different. I I feel like. Well, you have a new set of tools now. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why I share them. That was actually my next question, which is when you're feeling down, what tools do you use to get out of a slump? I mean, I think it depends on like exactly how I'm feeling. But right now, I really stay committed to my practice. Like, Mm. even when it's so interesting because, like, today I had such a hectic morning. Like, Eleanor's out of school for parent teacher conferences. And like, we all came to the office and we rushed out of the apartment. I, I didn't get any of my stuff in. And I could feel, I could just feel the like, just not feeling centered. So it's about, finding those micro moments with myself. And I mean, I went into our infrared sauna. It wasn't on. And I just sat in there and I did an 11-minute meditation. And for me, it's like coming back to the things, even when I don't feel like I want to do them, that I know just immediately lift me up. So meditating, moving my body, being really mindful with what I'm eating, but also with what I'm allowing in my energy, like what I'm consuming. And that means physically, spiritually, emotionally, with people, with the news, all of the things I'm I'm really careful of it now. And like one of my greatest 
tools has become over the past, like, I would say good couple years is listening to a motivating or inspiring podcast. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's also what led me to finally feel called to do this because the amount of times like I turn something on when I just need that like immediate shift, listening to someone who just helps you see things differently is what helps me get out of my own way all the time and why I wanted to do this because Mm -hmm. I wanted to share the things that help me but also be that voice in your ear when you need a pick-me-up or it's amazing what listening to people you're inspired by can do for you. It shifts your energy, which changes your life. And also a really good playlist, like a really, really good playlist that you just like can't help but want to like move your body or um music really brings it like yeah it brings i forget your life. because now i only listen to podcasts but then i'll put music on i'm like my whole day shifts my whole day shifts and supplements like i have my like go-to supplements that i'll take when i need a little boost in energy and caffeine I am not afraid to say, like, I am, you know, I love my caffeine, but I'm having a matcha right now. Are you proud? I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Dylan's been trying to get me to yeah, the morning drink matcha more crew. matcha. But I get it. But I just like have an addiction to coffee, yeah. but it does help. What do you wish you knew in your early 20s that you know now? That it is okay not to be okay. Mm. It's a good one. And yeah. ask for help. Yes. Yeah. And that was literally what I was going to say after this, because I think for me, I wasn't okay in my 20s. And I think I masked that for so many years and tried to totally pretend that I was because I was embarrassed or I was, I had carried so much shame from like my upbringing. And the more that I got comfortable with myself, like in my later 20s, I realized like, That was actually like once I released that and just admitted that to myself, it helped me connect to all of the work that I'm doing now in such a bigger way, but like in such a deeper way within myself. It just, it changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. And what's one thing you would say to that 20-year-old self? Oh my God, I would say so many things. (laughs) I would hug (laughs) myself to no end and really just let her know that she's okay. And that although outside circumstances may make you feel like you're not safe, like I really think your home is here and that it's possible to find that peace in your life, even if it's not externally there, Mm -hmm. that you create that peace. It's up to you. It's up to the choices that you choose to attach yourself to and the habits that you continually come back to and the people that you have in your life that bring you back to that peaceful place within yourself. Okay. What is the best piece of a relationship advice you've ever gotten? What is the best piece of relationship advice? Would definitely be to never lose yourself. No matter who you are dating or who you are with, to always stay really true to the things that light you up, that make you happy, that make you come to life. And 
for me, like even when I started dating Noah, like I didn't have that. I was working, I was doing all of these things, but I didn't feel like I had found my thing. But one thing that a healthy relationship gives you is the space and the time and the ability to do that on my own. Noah never gave me answers. I always went to him though. I was like, can you please just help me? I'm not happy. I'm not content. Like, what can I do? And he was like, you just have to keep doing the all of the things that you're doing. And then the pieces will start to come together. And I just really think it's important to have your own sense of self and your own independence. Because at the end of the day, you can have the strongest relationship with your partner and the shittiest relationship with yourself. So the most important relationship to always work on and cultivate this real strength with is your freaking self. And so people true. forget that. No, you know, like so I true. even have girlfriends. And by the way, back in the day when I had a boyfriend, I lost myself in my boyfriend. I didn't make plans with my girlfriends. And after I moved to New York and I, I mean, it's obviously, it's like such a different world here, but I, I realized like a lot of those relationships end. The relationship with yourself keeps going. So, forever. Forever. So I think it's just, if there's anything I can share to this younger generation is to hone in on you. It's so, it's the most important it's thing. It's the most important thing, you guys. And even after having kids and being married, I actually think it's even more important to have this strong sense of independence with yourself. And well, it's also being with somebody that allows you to do that. And I feel like just from seeing you and Noah, he's modeled that so perfectly. There's a yeah. story that you always tell that I love that Noah basically said, like, go out. You kept talking about all the things you wanted to do. And he yeah. said, okay, like, I see you talking about them, but you never do them. Yes. And then that lit the fire under your ass. I'll never forget, we were on this beautiful trip at this wedding and I was like sitting up in the bed, like drinking a latte. And when I drink a latte, I start to get really creative and maybe talk a little bit faster. But, <laughs> you know, it's like all these ideas and all these things that I wanted to do. And the crazy thing is, it was all of the things that I'm doing now. It was like creating the app and like having my own platform. And Noah was sitting directly across from me on this little chair and he just looked at me and he's like, Melissa, all I ever hear you do is talk about the things that you want to do, but I never see you do it. And I was like, it like ripped my heart out. I was like gutted that he said that to me. And now I look back and I'm like, I think I was embarrassed and ashamed. But at first I was like, how dare he? Like I was so pissed that he said that to me, locked myself in the bathroom. And then once I got home, because I was upset for a long time, and that's also another great example of like how I've changed. When something upsets me or irritates me or really gets under my skin, I feel like I've come such a long way of shortening the window of, of allowing things to kind of ruin my day. You have. You have. I mean, something like that upset me for two weeks and I couldn't move past it and I couldn't stop talking about it. And it's like, I've really learned to realize that that does nothing to solve the situation or it brings no solution to the table. The more you talk about it and you go opinion shopping with your friends, you're just reopening that wave of energy and circulating that negativity in your life. And it comes back in every way, shape and form. So Noah is someone who 
helps me see myself and challenges me. And I do the same for him. And I think that is a real partnership. Being with someone that gives you the space to be who you are, to like really be who you are. But when you come together, you connect really nicely and you don't have to have all the same things in common. But to me, that's what a real partnership is. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And like helping someone see your shit. I mean, to me, surrounding yourself with a bunch of yes people does absolutely nothing for your growth. It does nothing. It will keep you in place. And not only just like in my personal life, but in my professional life with our team, I am interested in being around people who are going to bring a different perspective to the table and not just yes, every single idea that I have or that someone else has. And I think that's how you really open yourself up and you see things differently. And it's so important, you guys. Like if you are surrounded by a bunch of yes people, like take a good hard look at that. Take some inventory of your life because I I rolled deep with yes people. You know what it did? It just stroked my ego. It just kept glossing everything over. I never had to face the real shit. And people in your life who really love and care about you are going to let you know when maybe you said something that didn't come off the best way or the way you're portraying yourself or the way you act when you drink. Like, those are the type of people I want to be around. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love that. <laughs> so your style has evolved so much within the past few years. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> How was your style in the past? And what would you describe it as now? Oh, that's such a great question. I look at all of the photos, right? And I'm like, why did I do that? And I'm like, because I knew every single one of my girlfriends were going to do that. And they Mm. did. And like, for me, I always, I think I wanted to stand out in a sense, like, just being honest. I've never been afraid to be the center of attention. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You're good at it. You have to call it what it is, you know, at least like now I can own that. But It was out there. If someone did their hair one way, I was not a follower. I always wanted to leave the way and like pave my own way. And I feel now I have really evolved to more of like a sophisticated, elevated, yet like elegant way of dressing, I feel, but like with a great New York edge and style. For sure. And I'd say like a little bit of a masculine touch. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. I love a broad shoulder. You, like, I, I love say, oversized. Like, strong shoulders, strong edges. Like, yes. That sort of thing. I'm like all about dressing for the mood and New York just like brings your, I mean, New York just brings everything to life. But mm-hmm. for me, it, moving to New York really helped me. Shape but, style. Yeah. Just like become and like be comfortable kind of owning my own sense of self. My die-hard love for this product is so real. You guys have heard me rave about Array bloat supplement for a really long time, and nothing has changed because I'm just so obsessed with this product. And the reason is because it works. It is so clean. The ingredients are minimal. 
It literally consists of bromelain, ginger root, lemon balm, dandelion root, peppermint, slippery elm. And I will tell you that this little concoction is the formula to get things moving, if you know what I mean. The Array Bloat Supplement helps to optimize digestion, ease that uncomfortable bloated feeling, and it really just speeds up the breakdown of all the things that we're consuming. And I just have to say, it is also, it's vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, filler-free, nut-free, everything-free, you guys, and it works, like really, really works. I take anywhere from two to three whenever I'm feeling uncomfortable in the evening after a meal. I have it with a little bit of tea before bed and it works like magic. You wake up in the morning and you feel like a different person. The code for a discount is move with heart. That's no spaces. And this can be used on array.com. That's a r r ae.com at the checkout for 15% off or for 25% off the first month of subscription. I can't say it enough. I know I've said it a lot, but I'm absolutely in love with this product. And the truth is it's because it's effective and it works wonders. Don't trust me. Definitely try it on for yourself and experience some real movement, if you know what I'm saying. Does running your own business feel like freedom or work 24-7? You mean, it's so funny because Benjamin tells everyone that he wants to be an entrepreneur because he wants freedom. And I'm like, oh, honey, we need to sit down. (laughs) There's not a whole lot of freedom. I mean, look, it's like, of course there are elements, right? It's like, oh, I'm going out of town. When you run your own business, you don't need to run that by anyone. So of course there is that sense of freedom. But when it comes down to real emotional freedom, there's not a lot. (laughs) There's not. I mean, a virtual business doesn't stop. It doesn't sleep. So even when you're sleeping, it's just, it's a machine. And I mean, on the weekend, I mean, I definitely have found a, a good place in life and with my personal life and with work to know when I need to just turn it off. But one thing I've gotten really comfortable doing is ending every day with things not done because there's always something to do. Of course, I answer the important emails or I close the loop on things that need my feedback. But if I took Noah's advice on not falling asleep until every single email and every single thing is done, I would burn out. We're run differently. And I remember one day I was like, I can no longer do that because then I'm getting to bed at 11 or 12. I'm exhausted. I'm getting up early with the kids. I'm miserable. And it's okay. Like, I mean, I think it's that perfectionist in me that wants to do it all and check everything off. But this has been like a new awakening for me of just being okay with things being a little unfinished and you can't get to it's it just, all. You know, do you remember during the pandemic? I used to respond, you guys, I used to respond to every single like mention. Oh my God, I remember that. Like, if and anyone like, mentioned me to... or posted me, I stayed up until like midnight, every single night responding to people. And then I was like, 
It was actually Lauren Bostick from The Skinny Confidential who said to me, I used to live in my DMs. I used to respond to everything until she realized she was like, you can either do that, like live in your DMs or like live for the real growth of your business. And while I'm so grateful for those reposts and those mentions and the interaction that I have behind the scenes with social media, even doing something like this was a way for me to really pull the feedback, right? Like, what do you want to know that I haven't answered? But then share it in a more meaningful, proactive way so that it's accessible for even the people who maybe didn't DM but realize there's a question in there. And it lives on. It doesn't just go in 24 hours like a story. Yeah. So it's like finding those. It's okay. There's like sounds. There's a dog next door, guys, if you hear a little dog barking. Sometimes he barks in my flows too. He's very good usually, but... What is it? What's it's our name? neighbor's dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dylan's an animal person. <laughs> Not at all. Son, animal. I am. None of it. <laughs> um, okay. That was great. <laughs> I love when she gives me that like stamp of approval. <laughs> Dylan's a really strong soundboard in my life. Yeah. So it's that's what you need, like you said. Yeah, it is. Okay. Biggest parenting struggle and biggest business struggle? Good ones. Oh my goodness. My biggest parenting struggle is getting my kids to freaking listen. They don't listen. Like What kids do though? I mean, everyone says that, but then I see some that do. I mean, they've gotten so, now they're at ages where, I mean, you just saw Eleanor, like she's like a spit of fire, but they have gotten better because they're getting older. But for me, I think it's really the sense of control that annoys me that I like can't get them to do what I need them to do. And that's also my own shit that I'm working on and understanding like I cannot control these little humans as much as you think that you can. They're their own people. Trust me. And I think that's something I'm working on is like releasing that notion. I feel like you're pretty good at it though. I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. You guide them. I mean, it's there like talking about it in therapy and listening to podcasts with child psychologists. And I do all that stuff. I don't really read the books, you guys. Like when do I have time to sit and read a book about like <laughs> parenting? Yeah, I don't. But yeah. I listen to the podcast and I, I listen to audiobooks and but it is. It's like my own internal struggle. It all goes back to control. Mm-hmm. And my biggest struggle with business. Yep. Well, a lot has changed as we're hiring more people as the team has really grown and it's continuing to grow. But I think for me, it's really pulling back from feeling like I need to be involved in like everything. I mean, it's very hard for me because this is my baby and it's like, I'm so passionate about everything, but really giving each and every one of you, the freedom and the space to like own your role, to do it fully on your own, execute it. And then of course, like run things by me for approval. But it was probably the biggest challenge in the beginning before I hired a lot of people when you told me I needed to hire more people. (laughs) But now I feel like it's so much better. I feel really good 
stepping away from all the things I used to have my hands in. Yeah. Well, it's also the thing that's like you would be exhausted if you were like, if exhausted. every Every single, call, every... Exactly. If every decision needed to be, like the final decision needed to be run by you, you would be like, you would have no time for anything else. I would be so burnt out. Yeah. So no, it's it's been a really good change, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't, it was definitely challenging for me. Can you talk about your past history of loving cardio and what led you to stop? Yes. I mean, it's funny. I don't know that I ever loved it, but I forced myself to That's do it. That's true. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't love it. It you was my. I thought you loved it. I thought I loved it. It was also what a lot of professional you you people in the fitness space told me I needed to do. Back, what, 10 years, it was like the only sole focus was to lose weight trim my thighs. And that was also what I was feeding myself, which by the way, only makes all of those things expand figuratively or literally. I mean, I used to run. I used to do all the intense cardio because I had a horrible relationship to myself. And and it was also used as like a form of abuse, punishing myself for what I had eaten or what I had done the day before. And not only did my knees start to hurt and my lower back really start to bother me from just like pounding myself into the ground, I could no longer go on like that. I mean, I know people love high intensity training and and I'm not here to knock it or tell you what you should and shouldn't do. You are the person who knows what feels good in your body, but I didn't even allow that space to get clear with myself if it was working for me or not. I just did it. But so when those things started happening to you, having all these aches, pains, whatever they may be, was that what led you to ultimately stop? Or was it more mental? It was actually more mental when I had like a real like a mental breakdown where I was just like the accumulation of how I was living my life. I couldn't go on like that anymore. And then it was like that kind of realization of, wow, it's not just the drinking and the going out and like binge eating. It was all encompassing. It was the way I worked out. It was the way that I ate food. It was the way that I was in relationships in my life. So it it was a mental thing. Mm -hmm. You've changed a lot of people's view on that. You've changed my view on that. I used to do intense, intense cardio and now I do 20 to 30 minutes of Pilates and I'm happier and look better than I ever have before. You look amazing. <laughs> Thank like, you. can we please share your transformation? And it's not even about the physical. We will. Yes. It's about the mental. I know. You're meditating now too. I know. And I've been trying to get her to do that for it's years. Life changing. Without forcing. And you're so much more centered. Mm-hmm. Like you just like you, I mean, I've also like literally watched you grow up right before my eyes and like it's become a true. woman. Yeah. But it's amazing. It makes yeah. me so happy. Oh, thanks, Melissa. So with that, how have you convinced yourself to only work out 20 minutes a day versus two plus hours a day? The struggle to do less is real. It really is. And it wasn't even convincing myself. It was once I started to slow things down in my mind, in my body, and I shifted the habits in the morning. So waking up, meditating, that in itself helped me just move through things differently where I, I connected to when I started 
moving in this slow, controlled way, doing yoga and Pilates, I felt incredible. It was less of this like grind that I was used to, but it was like this light feeling, this like, right? Like it's just, it's really hard to explain when you're not doing it. Mm -hmm. But to me, it was that. It was, there was no, oh, I, I need to do this and I need to do this for a certain amount of time. I had just had Benjamin. Right. So it was like, that was what time permitted, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I just felt great. It was like the results spoke for themselves. And not only physically, but it was this emotional and and mental shift that changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. I love that it was all after kids too. Yeah. It was right after Benjamin. Yeah. I mean, I could feel when I was pregnant because I was still slightly torturing myself, even pregnant. I was working out for like two hours a day from someone, will not name names, in the space who told me that's what I needed to do to see results. That's so Pregnant crazy. and I got hurt. Yeah, And then I was like, I just broke down. I, I couldn't go on like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous. But it's the truth. And now it's, I mean, it's so intuitive to move our flows, your flows with pre and postnatal. They're so intuitive for what the body craves Yeah, during that time. I mean, Not that's... that I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Is there sure I'll love it. it. No. <laughs> no, it's, you need different things at different phases and stages yeah. in your life. And like things change. I could start loving more high intensity movements. Like, I mean, I am really into cycle syncing right now too. And I'm like really exploring that and understanding like the hormones at yeah. different levels in your cycle. And like, it's interesting because I'm like, oh, when I do those little bursts of like the dance warm up and then jump into a flow, I'm like, interesting to see where it is on my cycle and how your body responds to different movements during different times. I mean, this is a whole other yeah, piece that I'm going to get into and really that. start sharing mm -hmm. because I've been experimenting with it myself for so long, which yeah. I always do before I share anything. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing. And and I think it's it's also just so important to find your thing like in a judgment-free zone. The amount of people who tell me they can't believe like I don't do cardio. Like, how do I not do cardio? But it's like from a judgy place. It's it's amazing. Yeah, you know. But it's all about finding what works. It's like even when you, I was gonna ask how to get back into exercise when, once you've fallen off, and it's like, it's not so much about that. It's more so finding what you love yes. and what feels good. Yes, and then you'll always come back to it. Always come back to it. Yeah. That's what has me doing this and loving it for so long. Right, is because I didn't love the workouts. I didn't love any of the stuff that I was doing. I had more anxiety going in and leaving than I did before working out. Oh, so, yeah. I remember that. Yes. That was just, I mean, this whole process of life is like being really honest with yourself mm -hmm. and being able to like open up your consciousness enough so that you can really tap into how things make you feel mm -hmm. and how they about. make you show up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have people tell me all the time, I love your classes, but I do this and I run and I'm like, amazing, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to ever tell you like, don't do this. Right. I might tell you to avoid certain things, especially when you're pregnant or if you don't feel good or, yeah. you know. It all depends. It all depends. 
one question I am probably asked daily is what skincare products do I use? And I am so excited to rave about Fortuna Skin because the second you start using their products, you immediately notice a difference in your skin. Their face and eye serum is probably like my hero product. I'm such a diehard fan. And their biphase oil, these are two of my must have products in my routine. I use the face and eye serum underneath my moisturizer and this helps depuff, it lifts, it brightens, and it evens out your skin tone. I swear you feel it immediately. And on top of just loving the effects of this product, the fact that you can use it on your face and your eye just knocks out one extra step in the morning. And I'm a massive fan of that. Anything that is like a multi-purpose, like please hand it over. And then the biphase moisturizing oil is like my essential moisturizing oil. You guys, this feels like silk, literally the second you put it on your skin. And I use this to gua sha and it's so hydrating. Like your, it literally feels like a drink of water for your skin with like a nice little immediate glow and plump, which we all want. This brand is truly luxurious and all of their ingredients are made on their organic estate in Sicily. This is a brand, like the second I started testing it, I fell madly in love. You can head to fortunaskin.com. That's F-U-R-T-U-N-A skin.com and use code F-S-M-W-H. That is F-S-M-W-H for 10% off. I'm so excited for you guys to try these products. Every single thing that you touch, in the Fortuna skin line is just incredible. Okay, you're gonna like this one. Good. Would you share the creative process behind building your flows? (laughs) (laughs) I knew when I wrote that one that we were gonna laugh. (laughs) Well, because everyone thinks I like write it out and it's like this whole design thing. I mean, when I started, when I had no experience, I did write everything out. Like I would write, start in a seated position and then do a little spine opener. I used to write every single step. And then one day I decided to just leave the notebook away from the mat Mm -hmm. and it changed everything for me. I mean, it's all intuitively led, which I know sounds crazy, but that's how I really move through every single thing in life. And... Of course, sometimes I, I mean, right now I'm really focused on looking at like the top 10 viewed flows and like the things that people love the most. So I use that as a great baseline of knowing what is working, what's working and what people really want. And then when it comes down to like marrying things together, you guys, it is all in. Well, it kind of goes back to what you were saying with like finding whatever kind of movement you love. It's all, it all goes back to whatever you're feeling in the moment, what feels best. And that's why we have so many workouts. Yeah. (laughs) You go in and whatever you're feeling that day. And it's exactly what I do if the camera's on or the camera's off. Mm -hmm. Like there is no, and there's nothing that's like curated that I don't do. Mm -hmm. And that's just not how I work. Mm -hmm. And it all works. It's how you work in general. Like if something's not working like that day, like we may need to cancel it because you got to be in the right house. Sorry. (laughs) No, but it's true. true. 
to be a creative though. That's how you have to live your life. Yeah. And I do. Thankfully, I'm able to do that right. sometimes. But like a lot of the time, you you do still, you have to show up. So it's like coming back to the things that will make you feel the most grounded. Exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't feel 100% ready to do this, but I'm like, it's also where you stand in your own way and I'm like, you I'm are. doing it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a few more quick fire questions. Okay. On my favorite topic, oh, food. food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me love. Give me your ideal day. Favorite breakfast, favorite lunch, favorite dinner. So a lot of things have changed recently, but I feel like I'll give you a real like favorites. Yeah. Like if I were like making all of my food and I was home preparing things. So waking up in the morning, I love my warm water with lemon. I've been grating ginger in it as well. I'm a little congested as you can hear. I do that too. Yeah, I love it's it. It's great. It gives a nice kick. Mm-hmm. Warm water with lemon. And then I've been doing either an oat milk latte or an Americano with no oat milk, depending on how I'm feeling, or I'll do a matcha. But I feel like I'm pretty consistent with a latte. Mm -hmm. It's definitely the, the thing that makes me the happiest. And then I have a green juice, which is typically celery, cucumber, ginger, and lemon. And then it all really depends, but most days I'll have a banana. I'll like have the juice, shower, as I'm getting ready, have a banana. And then I will go for avocado toast. I've been into oatmeal too. Mm. Yeah. Feeling more warming and grounding. When it's cold out. Avocado toast, I do it a bunch of different ways. Sometimes it's like super plain and like my traditional OG with a whole grain toast, sometimes a gluten-free bread with vegan butter. We love Monty's vegan butter. They're their cream cheese spreads, their vegan so good. cream cheese spreads, they're so good. Yeah. And then mashed avocado. Sometimes I'll do tomatoes, sometimes cooked mushrooms, sometimes potatoes. If I'm like, that's like during my my cycle, mm-hmm. like I find I'm like the hardiest, heaviest stuff. And sometimes eggs. I started eating eggs. Well, that didn't go over well with a lot of people online. It's so interesting. Keeping it honest. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? We, and we're going to do a full episode on that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about that because like I said, a lot of things have kind of changed for me with food intuitively. What I've been, I've just been experimenting with some things, but that's my morning. And then for lunch is usually like a really hearty salad. I mean, sometimes it's my own salad, like my Ellis Flat salad at home or Spring Cafe, I'll do like their Caesar salad. Sometimes it's the Saqqara salad, mm-hmm. but consistently a salad. And then if I'm not in the mood for like a huge salad, I'll do almost like a side salad, maybe an avocado roll or like a soba noodle, like warming vegetable soup. It all depends on the mood. Like I'm a creature of habit, but if it's like rainy and cold, I don't really want a cold salad. I have been really trying to have more grounding foods. Mm-hmm. I've been doing acupuncture like consistently for the first time in my life for a year. I feel so different and grounded. And one thing that we've been working on is like really bringing in more grounding foods. And it, I feel different. It's so interesting. Yes. Because I, I love raw, but I do like half raw, half cooked. But now I've been doing like 
some raw, a little bit more cooked. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, again, listening intuitively to like what your body needs and what it's telling you with, you think with all the other things you're doing in your life, but food is like literally what you're entering into your body. Yeah. Not just what you're doing with it. Totally. I mean, people think I'm like strict. Or You're like, not. No, I'm you like. You are so, especially from, I've lived with her. I worked with, yeah. with you for five years. I'm like not like, a free. I mean, our whole team, like we're all really big eaters on our yeah. team. And like, we're also so fortunate to have so many people like cater lunches for us on filming yeah. days. And we try so many different foods. Like we try, what Best did we part have? Of the job. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, sometimes it's noodles or it's like a veggie burger with yeah. like real bread. And mm-hmm. I have gotten to a place in my life where I have so much freedom with food, which I didn't have. I mean, I'll share more on this topic. Yeah. I shared a little bit in like the episode of my story, but I was bulimic for many years and would not look at a carb, mm-hmm. like let alone consume it. And I just have such a different way of life now. And it just, it's so freeing. It feels so good. And I know there's a journey to get there. And a lot of the journey started with my meditation practice, like shifting the way my mind functioned, you know, like I've, I have a different mind now Mm -hmm. because I feed my mind different things. I don't let any of that shit, that garbage into my life anymore. Yeah, Like I don't talk bad about myself. I don't, treat myself badly. I take really good care of myself. And I'm really proud of that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's what has me here today. So one of my friends, Andrew, who you love, who's (laughs) crazy, he's been sending pizzas to my house every night. Joe's pizza delivery. And I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. So it looks so good. The old Melissa wouldn't have eaten that. I ate a slice of pizza. I was like, it's just so freeing. And it's crazy because you don't hold things when you live in that yeah. space, you know, and yeah. it's a journey. We'll talk a lot more about food, but mm-hmm. it's it feels really good. And then for me, dinner, a lot of the times is a blend of like the kids' scraps of like what they don't eat. But going back to now, if I had like a really big salad for lunch, I will have a warm dinner. Like I don't even do like the half raw, half cooked mm-hmm. because I, I'm, I've already like filled that need. I don't feel like I need it, but I love, I love a, like my, what, like my 10 vegetable stir fry with either quinoa or brown so rice. Good. I do a lot of rice ramens, soba noodles, mm-hmm. um, brown rice noodles, eggplant, like in lasagna, an eggplant parm of, yeah the plant-based lasagna. Mm -hmm. It really varies, but... Tacos. Tacos, yeah. yeah, Like, but I I would say like those are my... Like my OG like staples. Yeah, I'm hungry. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, favorite book of all time? A Return to Love. I know you were going to say that. That book helped me love myself. Mm -hmm. That book really, really played such an important role and still does. I, I've read it four times. I have um, to read it again. It's so good. I got so much more out of it, like the second, the third, the fourth time. And yeah. it's it's really one book that I suggest everyone reads. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again. But like there's so many other, like I feel like I keep going. Like I know. Untethered Soul is one that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
Maybe we'll do a full book. You Can Heal Your Life episode. by Louise Hay is another that is my, really strong. That's my favorite, I think. Yes. That was like in the height of my eating disorder. That book really, really helped me when yeah. I used to like put my little post-it notes up on the mirror mm-hmm. saying like, I love and accept myself exactly the way I am, mm-hmm. which was hard because I was like covered in cystic acne and wasn't necessarily really loving myself. But right. But if you see it, you believe it. Yeah. And like the act of doing it every single day, like I did start to believe it. Yeah, exactly. I still say it to myself this day and I like really do love and accept myself. So it like feels so good. Yeah. Okay. That was literally my last question, which was, what's your favorite mantra? I knew you were going to ask me this and I I feel like I always say the same one. And I was like, is there anything different? How'd you know I was going to ask you? I feel like you... It's always asked in interviews and podcasts, but like, I just, I don't know. I felt like you were going to ask me that today. Yeah. That was like one thing I felt like. I thought like, it was like a good closer too. No, it's it is like, a you good. know, we always close all our videos with a little. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> a little bring yeah. in. Um, yeah, I would say it, it, it hasn't changed. It's to be who you are because in being yourself and embracing who you are is the beauty of what makes us all unique. Mm -hmm. And we're all just so different. We all have something so profound and beautiful to give. And I think the more that we can embrace that and really, really own it, the world will be such a better place to live. And like, there'll be no comparison and judgment to others. And like me trying to do what she's doing or Mm -hmm. I can do it better. It's like, just like own your shit. Yeah. Everyone's in their own lane. There's room for all of us. There's room for every single one of us. Like everyone connects to things differently. And I think just like fully embracing the essence of who you are is the most beautiful, freeing, life-changing feeling in the whole damn world. Yeah. That was such a good way to end it. It was so fun. I love this. I I like doing it it. with you. Yeah. We'll do more of these. We'll do another one. We'll do like whatever we didn't answer. We'll do a little. Yeah. And now we can have people comment and we can like curate podcast questions. So this was fun. This was so fun. Thanks, Dill. Of course. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa Wood Health. And if you are new to me, you can sign up for the MWH seven day free trial with access to over 300 plus categorized workouts and guided meditations, all available on melissawoodhealth.com. Hold up. 